Gemara na Gemara Sota. Taf Chaf. Masekhet dedicated for Hatzlacha Yaakov Yisrael Ben Semcha Sheigdal the Torah. We are starting today's daf on Chaf Amud Rishon, and we're at the Mishnah Matnitin. More about the procedure of the Sota. Until the Megillah of the Sota is erased, Amra Eni Shota, and she comes along and says, I don't want to drink. Megillata Nignezer. So, what do you do with the Megillah? <coughs> See, they have the Megillah, it was written. So, what do you do with the Megillah? So, it says you put the Megillah in Nigginiza. <coughs> this is assuming that you actually wrote the Megillah on a separate cloth, and now they're about to erase, and she says, No, 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 I'm, uh, I'm not drinking. <coughs> okay, so you have to put the Megillah in Giniza. What about the Minhata, the, the, the meal offering? So the Deen is Mitpazeret al addition. So you have to sprinkle it, uh, meaning burn it, uh, scatter it on the fires in the Bet Hadeshim, which is in the Azara, which is where things that are invalid are burnt. You can't say, well, use it for a different Sota. So as we're going to learn, this, the Migilah of the Sotah has to be written, the Shema, uh, for the Sotah that's in front of us. Now let's say the Migilah actually was, written, was, was erased into the water. And now she says, Okay, well, Tema'ah is Tema'ah. We're not going to give her the water. We, we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. She said, So now there's nothing to do. You got to pour the waters out. And al Same thing. The minha is scattered over the fires of the betadishin. That's the third option. The Megillah was erased, and she doesn't say any, but she says, "I'm not drinking." We learned on yesterday's daf that in that case over there, we force her to drink. Against her will, again, only if she's rotated, we said. Only if she, we see that she's doing it out of fear, uh, not because she's confident or brazen, uh, right? Biriyuta, we say, well, we don't force her because then we know she's telling the truth. But if she's doing it out of fear because she really doesn't think that the waters are going to work, even if she's innocent, so once the water is erased and it was, everything was done correctly, the deen is, you force her to drink. Now we discuss the gory details of what happens to a lady who actually is a sota, what is the, uh, what happens. So the uh, Mishnah says, Ena maspeket lishtot, morikot, her face turns pale, white, ve'eneha boltot, and her eyes start to bulge out. Where else in the Maseket did we have bulging? That's right, andaf. That's right, andaf yudgimal. So that's again bulging eyes. The eneha boltot her eyes bulge out. Vehi mitmalit gidin and her veins start to to pop out all on her cheek and her she starts to 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 swell. Vehem omrim and right away they say get her out. Hotsi uha shelo titme titame ha azara. 
We don't want to uh, get the azara dirty. Now the question is, <coughs> why is the azara going to get dirty? Tameh met does not affect the azara, so we'll have to see exactly what they're trying to accomplish over here. If you look at the she. Rashi says, "Shelol tetamei azara shani kanor oezrat nashim shetetzed derech sham ulkama parich vaaminam be'alma deshareni kanonot kadoshu." Shareni kanon, we said, does not have the kedusha of the azara because sheken ezat nashim umet mutal lekanes lemachane levia. We actually learned on that memhe and nazir dalit memhe about zav. Uh, azab, that's a tevul yom, we even said can go into Mahane Leviyah. We only said Azab, that's a Mechosad uh, Kippurim, cannot go into Mahane Leviyah. So uh, then, 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 then now the question is going to be why are they telling her, uh, why are they saying Hotsi'uha? And the Gebra will say for a different reason, not because of uh, Tum'ah of Met. So the deen is now, let's say <coughs> she has a Zechut. Im yeshla Zechut, aita tolela. If she has a zechut, we'll see what type of zechut she has. So it's possible that the waters are suspended or they're going to be pending, we should say, and she will not die immediately. Yes, zechut tole shana ahad, yes, zechut tole shanim, yes, zechut tole shalosh shanim. Depends on what the zechut. Sometimes it can delay it a year, sometimes two years, sometimes she's mikan amar ben azai, hayav adam delamed et bito Torah. There it is. That and as I said from here, you see, you have to teach your daughter Torah. She im because if she drinks some of the bitter waters and she's not going to die immediately, she teda she zechut tole la, and she, she's not going to come along and cast aspersions on the water. She's not going to say, "Well, I know I I did what I did," and hey, it's a joke. Doesn't work. You see that the whole thing's a sketch. But if you taught her Torah, she'd know this Mishnah and she would know that zechut tole la. Uh, then, uh, although although I don't know why you have to teach her Torah, why can't you just Teach her this one law over here before before she drinks. Say, hey, listen. By the way, just we want a disclaimer: the waters might not work on you immediately because uh, you might have a, a zechut. But anyway, from here we said, teach the uh, uh, teach teach Torah. Um, very good. So now, and that by the way, it's something that you, you I don't I don't know where she's going to learn it from because. It's not written in the Torah anywhere, this. So really she has to learn Torah Shabbat Peh to, to, to get this. So it's not like, she's, it's like you teach a homash. The post keeps saying, the ma'asim of the Vnei Gemara, sham oleh shatana mishatoh suved, shizkut toleh ad shalosh shanim, lomed in yanzim pasuk, ahel velom pasuk anaj, pashat sotah. Okay, there's a different, different pasukim we can learn it from. So could be there's a pasuk when it's an a-zara. So we'll, we'll see from there that maybe, if there is a pasuk in the Torah, then we understand what Ben Azai say. Teach her the pasukim in depth. And she'll learn from the Pesukim, which we'll see on the Amud Bet. And now the Gemma Mishnah continues. The Bili Ezer Omer, Kolam Melamed Bito Torah, Kidu Lomda Tiflut. And everybody teaches their daughter uh, Torah. It's uh, like teaching them uh, Tiflut, which is uh, promiscuity or uh, immorality. Because it could lead them uh, to, to these things. It, could, it makes them clever, and they could use that cleverness in order to, uh, you know, make, uh, make Averot. Rabbi Yoshua Omer, Rotse Isha Bekav Viteflut Metishakabin Upirishut. Amazing. That the nature of a lady is she'd rather have a small measure, Kav. Uh, that's right. Uh, I don't remember, but yes. Kav Viteflut, which means uh, she'd rather have a small amount of, of, uh, of Panasa and a lot of Tiflut, a lot of promiscuity, 
then nine cabin of Parnasa and Pirishut, but uh, abstention. Switch husband and husband switch jobs. From a that's correct, that's correct, that's correct. The ona. The ona. So, again, the lady would rather have nine measures of, of promiscuity and less Parnasa than to have more uh, Parnasa and less, uh, less, uh, less, less, less relations. So that's the nature. Omer, and he said, Hasid uh, Shoteh, which we'll see what that means. Rasha Arum, a clever Rasha, Isha Perusha, a lady that commits abstinence. Umakot Perushin, and the uh, the beatings of the Perushin of the those people that abstain. Olam. These are the destroyers of the world. Again, we'll take each one separately in the Gemara. So we'll, have, we'll understand what they are. But let's go one step at a time. Now we start with the Gemara. And the Gemara begins, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Meshum Rabbi Meir. Kishayiti lamed Torah etz Rabbi Akiva. So when I learned Torah by Rabbi Akiva, Haiti matil kankantum leto chadiyo. So he was a sofer. So he said, uh, I added a special ingredient, kankantum, into the into the ink. Velo amar li davar. And the Biakiva had no problem with it. He didn't tell me anything. Kishibati etzer the Bishma. When I went to the second yeshiva to learn by the Bishmael, Amar li beni mamelachtecha. What is your what is your job? Amartilo lablar ani. I'm a sofer. Amar li. So he said, beni, my son Ishmael. Heve zahir shemelachtecha melechet shamaimi. You know you have a a job that's. It's, it's God's business, God's work. You miss a letter when you're writing a Ketve uh, Kodesh. For example, you take the letter Aleph from the word Emet, and then you have the word Met, or let's say, like it says in the Pasuk, Vashim Elohim Emet. So instead of saying Vashim Elohim Emet, if you miss the Aleph, besides instead of being Pasul, you're being Mechadef Umgadef. Or totir otahat, or you're going to add one letter. Bereshit baru Elohim. You add a vav to the word bara, and now you make kasve shalom to God. So you have to be very careful. And, uh, an extra letter here or missing a letter over there can have dire consequences. Venimset ata mahariv et kol haolam kulo. Because you're going to cause the people to go to heresy now. So you're going to see, they think that there's two, there's two creators, or God's kasve shalom met. So therefore, you have to be very careful. Basically saying, you have to be concerned about letters being added or letters being uh, deleted to the, to, the, to, to the Torah. So at least when it came to the letters being deleted, he said, you don't have to worry. The Amarti lo, so the he says, I told the Bishmael, Bimi is talking. Don't worry, I put an item into the ink. And Amarlo. Uh, and what does it do? It, it makes it makes it permanent. So therefore, you don't have to be concerned that if you write the word, let's say Hashem Ehad, which has the little uh, at the top of the Dalid, since it's permanent ink I use, I'm not worried that a a, a bug or a fly can come along and erase it and make it Ahed. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned that the Dalid can become a Resh. That's also a problem. He says, "Don't worry, I'm not worried about Haserot. Uh, when I write the Dalid, it's going to stay a Dalid." Because I, I put kankantum in the ink, and that makes the ink permanent. So the Bishmael, when he heard that, Amarli, Vechi Matilin kankantum, the Tochadio. What are you talking about? What are you putting kankantum in the Dio for? 
התורה אמרה במגילת סוטה, ומחה, it says you have to erase, כתב שיוכל למחות, it has to be something that you could erase. And it sounds like from Rabbi Ishmael clearly that where were you erasing it from? The Sefer Torah. So the Sefer Torah, when you write the Parashat Sotah, we always thought you write it on a separate cloth and you erase it from the, from the cloth. But here it sounds like you're taking the Sefer Torah itself and you're erasing it from the, from the Sefer Torah. And therefore, at least Parashat Sotah, they take the Sefer, that page of the Sefer, Sefer doesn't have to be right in order, so you can take that page, erase it, and write it again, and add it to the Sefer Torah. You have to put it in the water. You erase it. You erase the Parashat from, this, from the Sefer itself. Take a razor and yeah. Yeah, look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Ashi says, "Ketav shuchal mahod." But Bishma Saban muhakim na min haTorah. You erase it from the from the Torah itself. The lo ba'ek ketival lishma. Well, obviously, you have a problem ketival lishma when a guy wrote the Torah. Okay, but it's not shelo lishma. You just wrote it for sota. So therefore, you don't have to write lishem rachel, but you need mechikal lishma. And therefore the Mechikah will be the Shema because you're racing into the water. It's the Shema. Well, said, Mishnah said that what you don't write and what you do write, that the thing that's from here or from here to there. So you have to write, right? So you're going to write. You're going to write. You're going to write. You're going to write. According to that opinion, you wrote it on a separate, uh, separate item. Or what you're erasing. Or what you're erasing. Right. Megillat Sotah. Megillat Sotah. Ve'aparashat Sotah lechodak ha'kapid. And as she says over here, the only parashat that has to be written without kankatu is parashat sota. Because oh, okay. all it says is maha by parashat sota. So basically it's time, hey, careful, what are you doing? You're, put, you're putting kankatum in the, in, the, in the ink over here, but your parashat sota is not going not gonna to work. Because parashat sota says maha. So you should switch. Either switch it for parashat sota, or don't use it also, you don't come to write it on parashat sota. But don't, don't use kankatu for the whole Sefer Torah. That's, that's the point of Rabbi Ishmael. So the Gabbarat comes along and says... Yeah, so, 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 so that would be according to the opinion that they wrote a separate Megillah. But according to Mishmael, we're learning, they wrote it from the, from the Sefer Torah itself. And then which part would they erase would be, would be, would be the discussion. Now the Gebarak comes along and says, uh, Which means, what did the Mishmael tell him uh, and, uh, and what, what did he answer him? Uh, which means, he told him... Uh, you have to be very careful. I explained it to you already, but we, we, the Gemara didn't explain it. He told him you have to be very careful from Haserot and Yeterot. <clears throat> right? Be careful that you don't miss a letter in the Torah. And what did he answer him back? Don't worry, don't worry I put kan kantum in the ink. Uh, what's one thing I do with the other? He's worried about Haserot and Yeterot. And he's telling him, ah, don't worry, I handle that. I explained it to you already with the, with the Dal. But the Gemara will say that clearly now. Hachi ka'amar le. Lo Yeterot. The Baki Anais. Don't worry about Hasid Yeterot. I know I'm an expert on that. So I'm not worried about Hasidot Yeterot. I know which letters are supposed to have, you know, missing a Vav, which letters are supposed to have an extra Vav. I'm an expert on that. Even when it comes to being worried about a fly, it's going to sit on the roof of the letter Dalit, and erase it, and then Resh and turn the Dalit into a Resh, and then God forbid, instead of uh, Ehad, it's going to be Ahed. I'm not worried about that either. Why? Davar, Ehad, Yeshishri, Matil, Tuk, Adio. have a special ingredient in the Dio. Ve'kan kantum, Shemo. 
Now we have a, we have we have a double question over here. We're going to ask a double question on, on the information that we just had. From this story, it sounds like the Bimi'i's yeshiva career started with Rabbi Akiva and then went to Rabbi Ishmael. However, we're going to see in the history of the Bimi'i's yeshiva career, it sounds exactly the opposite, that he started with Rabbi Ishmael and then went to Rabbi Akiva. And we see from this story that Rabbi Akiva had no problem with the Kan Kantum. It was Rabbi Ishmael that said, hey, don't put Kan Kantum. But from the second version, we're going to see actually Rabbi Akiva had a problem with Kan Kantum. So then we have a double question over here on the yeshiva uh, journey of Rabbi Meir and on the Kankatum uh, opinion of Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara says, Ini tanya. We have another brayta. Amar Rabbi Meir kishaiti lametro etzer Rabbi Ishmael, which sounds like he knows Rabbi Ishmael first. Haiti matil Kankatum letok adiyob velo amali davar. And Rabbi Ishmael didn't say anything. Yoshebati etzer Rabbi Akiva. And when I came to learn by Rabbi Akiva. Asra alai. Kasha shimush ashimush. Shimush meaning, where, where did he serve first? Where did he learn first? From the first version, it sounds like Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Ishmael. From the second version, it sounds like Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Akiva. And then the second uh, question is, Kasha asara asara. Uh, initially, Rabbi Akiva didn't say anything. And then the second version, Rabbi Akiva was the Osir. So what's, and then Rabbi Ishmael, the opposite. So what's going on over here? So Rabbi Abbas says, Mishlam ashimush ashimush. Um, no question on the apprenticeship or the learning uh, journey. Really, he started learning with Rabbi uh, Akiva. But the wasn't able to get to the depths of the Chokhmah to really understand uh, what Rabbi Akiva was saying. Rabbi Akiva obviously was, was very, very sharp. And he would explain both sides of every Mahloket. Uh, where he can explain uh, that there's a reason to say Tameh and there's a reason to say Tahor. And both sides make sense. So you get confused. What's the Halakha? So first he had had to go learn what's the Halakha, what's the right Gersaot in the Mishnah, and then he could appreciate Rabbi Akiva's analysis. But until he had clarity in the Gersaot of the Mishnah, he was getting confused because Rabbi Akiva gives you both sides. And both sides sound... So therefore he started learning with Rabbi Akiva, but it was too deep the way the Bechiva was teaching the Pilpul was too strong. So, And he went and he learned the Torah Shubhapet, the Mishnayot, exactly like they're supposed to be, like the Mishnah received from his rabbis. And then when he was a Baki in Mishnah, he went back to Rabbi Akiva. And then he was able to appreciate the, uh, the logic of the, uh, of, the, uh, of, the, uh, of the Mishnayot. Fine. So therefore... It, the Gemara has no problem. It's really Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Akiva. That's the order how we did it. But now the question is, Ela Asara Asara Kasha. Well, what do you do with the problem that uh, Rabbi Akiva didn't tell him anything and then he told him something? The Gemara says, well, Kasha. That, that, is, a, uh, that is a Kasha. Now just look at the bottom. Rashi Yovei tells us a nice uh, uh, point exactly how learning was done. He went back to Rabbi Akiva to get the sevara. So the older days, for that to get the girsah, they didn't have books. Everything was baal peh. So you really needed to know the mishnah cold. And then once you got the mishnah cold, he went back to the rabbi and he explained you the, the logic. So he says, 
The Sevara is to understand the reasons of the Mishnah. Demazetamer, Bezetahor, Zeasur, Zemutar, Valmadavan Nismach. What's the Pasuk? What are they relying on? Ezemikra, Bezetalmud. That's called the Talmud. Talmud is really basically the explanation of the Mishnah. Shayubi Meatanemu Lavin Dava Metuchtavar. Or a new phenomenon would come up. Okay, that's not in the Mishnah. So which Mishnah are you going to compare it to? Which case is it similar to? That all is called, what we say today, Gemara. Okay, Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Omer Ayah Rabbi Meir, Lakol Matilim Kankantum Letoch Adio. That whenever you're writing... You put kankantum chutz the parashat sota bilvad. Except when you're writing in the Sefer Torah, like we learned, parashat sota. And Rashi says chutz parashat sota. Vafilu b'Sefer Torah. And even in the in the Sefer Torah, Rabbi Yaakov Omer Meshemo. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Meir chutz me parashat sota shel mikdash, which means the Megillat sota that was written in the mikdash. For every single sota, but the parashat sota that's written in the Torah, you could actually put kankatum. So here we, here we have the machlok that we were discussing. Wh- wh- which one has to be written without the kankatum? The sefer Torah one, or is it the megillah of the sota? And we have two views of Rabbi Meir over here. So the Gemara says, "My benayhu." What, what, what's the what's the nafkamina between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaakov? What's the, not the nafkamina? Of course, obvious. What's the reason? What's the reason for their for their dispute? Obviously, the nafkamina is the machloket. If you're allowed to use the parasha that's written in the sefer Torah for the mechika of the of the sota, Rabbi Yehuda, if you hold that, Rabbi Yehuda, if you hold that, you can use the sefer Torah. Uh, then already you cannot use kankatu for that because it has to be erasable. But if you hold that, you can't use that anyway. So you might as well write that one with permanent ink and just what the Megillah sota that you're writing on cloth. That's the one. That you have to be uh, 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 the, 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 to be concerned about. So that that would be the nafkamina. So the Gemara says, "Wow, interesting. This machloket, whether you can erase from the separate Torah or whether you have to put it on a separate cloth, can be actually. This is and these are these are these are Amoraim arguing. We could actually say that it's an earlier machloket amongst Tanaim. Now, not specifically on this, but another argument that Tanaim." Argue, but from there we can deduce that they're arguing on this as well, and that's the famous argument that says Megillah of Sota have to be written the Shema, which is you have to write. I'm writing this Megillah for Rachel, the daughter of so and so. That uh, oh no, you don't have to write Megillah the Shema. Well, it seems that that is the Malchut here, because if you don't have to write the Megillah Sota, that's why you can use the Sefer Torah, because the Sefer Torah was not written for anybody; it was written just for the Shem Alot. Or you say no, the Sefer Sota has to be written the Shema. That's why you can only use a Megillah, that's the Mahloket the Gemara is going to introduce over here and say, oh, that's the same Mahloket of um, where you erase these Sota Parashah from. Amar, I'm sorry, Vahani Tanaim, I'm sorry, these Tanaim, obviously Rabbi Meir, so it's Tanaim, the earlier Tanaim are arguing the same Mahloket of Hani Tanaim, these Tanaim. The Tanaim of Ebrayta, En Megillata Keshera, Lashkot Basota Acheret. Right? This Megillah is not Keshera to write another uh, for another sota, Rabbi Ahai Bab Yoshia Omer Mechilata Keshera Lashkot Basota Acheret. Yeah, it is Keshera. So what do you see? What you don't need Lishma. So therefore, we're gonna we're gonna say that the opinion of uh, Rabbi Ahai Bar Yoshia 
you can even write from a Sefer Torah, because you don't need Megillat Sotah to be the Shema. You can even take this Megillah and write it for a, for a different one. And the first opinion says, no, it has to be the Shema. We're going to say that that's the opinion, says you can only write it from a Megillah, not from the Sefer Torah. The Gemara is going to say, no, no. Although the first rabbis are definitely arguing on whether you could write it from the Sefer Torah or not, but these rabbis not necessarily have that argument. You can't pin the first machlokat of Tanaim on these rabbis, of the Shema, not the Shema. Why not? Amar Papa, the going to say, from both rabbis. Dilma Lahi, maybe it's not. Maybe these two machlokat are not interdependent on each other. Ad lo kamar which means the Tanakhama that said Megillah Sotah has to be written the Shema, and you can't use one Megillah for a different one. Because that Megillah was written for the sake of Rachel, so now you can't write use it for Le'ah. However, but a Sefer Torah is better. It's written Stam. So therefore you can, you can move around for it. And therefore, you can originally you can erase it for Nachayel. They can write because it wasn't really written for for one uh, for 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 one, for one language. Could could be as better. So therefore, even though the rabbi who holds lishma could hold that a sefer Torah is enough lishma. When he said lishma, meant you can't go from a Rachel Megillah to a Le'ah Megillah. So from a Stam, which a sefer Torah is, is Stam. So therefore, maybe it would be uh, it would be okay. Right, it's universal, exactly. And therefore you can erase it, um, even according to Tanakama. And now the Gebar has to go the other way. Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzhak, Dilmalahi. Same thing, maybe, you can, maybe these Mahlukur are not interdependent from the second rabbi. What did the second rabbi say? Ad kano kamar biyachad bar yoshiyatam. That a Megillah, that's where for one sota can be written for a different sota. Ela be Megillah, de ikhtuv leshum alod ba'olam. Which means, at least this Megillah was written for the curses of a sota. When you write a Megillah sota, you're writing it for the sota purposes. So that's why you could use it for a different lady. Because it was written with the, with the kavanot of sota. However, about Sefer Torah, the Tamed Ketiva. A Sefer Torah, what was the kavanot of the Sofer when he was writing it? To teach Torah, to write the words of the Torah, not to invoke curses. So therefore, maybe that's why you can't you, you can't use it. And therefore, it, 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 it's quite possible that uh, the second rabbi, Ahai Bar Yoshiyah, that's exactly, that said that, that a, a Megillah that's written for one sota is Kishira for a different one, could be a whole bunch of Sifat Torah's worse. Sifat <laughs> worse. The, we want to say, and for sure Sifat Torah be okay, according to him. No. Sifat Torah's worse because it was not written L'shem, L'shem, L'shem any sota, it was just written L'tamed. Therefore, basically, you can't pin each the machloket of what the Bimir holds with these two, these two rabbis. These rabbis go either way. These rabbis go either way. We don't know what they would hold. Therefore, it's not a machloket tanaim uh, necessarily uh, on them. V'rabi ahai bar Yoshiyah letle katab Now, let's say, according to ahai bar Yaakov, because what does he hold? Ahai Yaakov holds that you don't need the lishma. That if you wrote a, uh, a, a, what do you call it, a Megillat Sota for Rachel, and now you want to use it for, uh, what do you call it, for Le'ah, it's okay. So he says, what are you talking about? How could that be? He doesn't hold of the famous law in, in Gitin. What does it say in Masechet Gitin? Let's say you have a Sofer. He wrote a, a Megillah, 
and uh, with the names, obviously, and the city and all that. And then the couple decided they don't want to get divorced. And now the Sophia says, well, I got a, I got a already a, uh, a, a, a get written. And you find somebody with the exact same names and the same city. It's okay. Well, we have one uh, discount. I have it written already. So the deed is you can't use that. Now, what do you mean? According to this rabbi, by Sota you can. By Sota, it's okay. I have a Megillah that's written as Shem Rachel, and now she's, she's done. I can use it for Le'ah. But Gitin, you can't use it. So why not? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Ahai Ba Yoshia Lete Katab De Gadesh Et Ishto Venimlach Umetso Ben Ido. Let's say they change his mind, and a, a landsman, same guy in the city, because you have to find the same city. <coughs> a guy in the city, that what? He said, Shemi Kishimcha, we have the same name. Veshem Ishti Kishim Ishtecha, and we have the same wives that have the same names. Pasul Gareshbo. Why? Because it's to be Lishma. So if that's Pasul, how can you say Sota is okay? So he says, do me a favor, there's a big difference. Amre Hata Baigitin Vechatavla Amarahmana Baine Ketiba Lishma. We have a Gizra to Katu Baigitin. And what do we learn from the word la? La, lishma for her, for, for this Rachel Bat Le'ah. Oh, what do you mean by Sotar also says Ba'asala? Which sounds like what? You have to write it lishma. Uh, so the Gemara comes and goes, no. That means the erasing has to be done lishma, but not the. So therefore, you're right, you wrote this one for Rachel. Okay, no problem, not Rachel, uh, admit it. Good, so yeah, I have, I have a big lot of here. So what does that be, Ahai Bar Yoshia say? Use it for the Ah. Uh, what do you mean? No problem, when you erase it, you erase the Shem Le'ah. That's Ma'asiyah. Ma'asiyah, by Gitin, it has to be written. Ve'chatavla. Ve'chatavla lishma. That's why it's not going to work for a different one. But by, by, by Sota, you don't need the Ketiba, the Shema, you need the actually erasure. So what do we say? Uh, before she finishes drinking, she goes pale, her eyes start to bulge out, the veins start to pop out. So the Gemara says, Mani, who is the author of the, of the Mishnah? Now, uh, the Gemara says, Rabbi Shimoni. The Amar that we learned at Daf Yutet on yesterday's Daf, Makrib et Minchata Lahakach Mashke. Remember, we learned Vahar Yeshte. And he learned Ahar all the Maasim that we said above, Yeshte. That means the drinking is the last thing, which makes us an Amishnah. She drinks, and after she drinks, then all the stuff happens. But if she didn't bring the Minha yet, so the, 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 the Torah, when it refers to the Minha, it says Maskeret Avon. It's a Minha that is activates and reminds Hashem of the Avon. Well, if she didn't bring them in high yet, how, how is it masquerade Avon? How is she blowing up? She didn't bring them in high yet. According to the Banani, if you remember, we learned that arguing to be Shimon, they learned the first Vehishka in the Perashah is literal, right? You, you don't start with a Bidiyavad. You start off with a Lechetayla. So therefore, she drank first. So the Mishnah says, she drinks, and before the water goes down, already she's blowing up. But she didn't bring them in high yet. So the Mishnah must be going like, Rabbi Shimon, Makribit min chata vagamashket. De kama de lo karba min chata. Because until she brings the minha, lo badke la maya. The waters are not going to work. Why? Dichtiv, min chat zikaron maskeret avon. The minha is maskeret avon when she drinks. But the minha's got to be in the bank. 
But if she didn't bring them in Hayat, the waters are not going to work. So the Gemara says, wait, Emma Sefa, we have a question from the Sefa, the Mishnah. Yesh la zechut, if she has a zechut, so what do we say? The waters will be suspended. Hayta tolela. Atan Rabbanan. Let's go like the rabbi's opinion because we know we learned earlier that Rabbi Shimon holds on the Rabbi, we're going to learn later, but we learned it also earlier. Rabbi Shimon ha'amar en zechut tole b'mayim amarim. He doesn't know zechut tole. So, so if he doesn't know zechut tole, how can that be the rest of Rabbi Shimon and the sefer is Rabbanan? You know what the Gemara is going to answer? It's a third rabbi that holds like Rabbi Shimon in this area and holds like Rabbanan in that area. And who's that rabbi's name? Amar Avchazda Hamani Rabbi Akivahi. The Amar, Makriv min Chata v'Agach Mashke, like Rabbi Shimon. Ubeschut, Savala Kerabanan. When it comes to Zechut, he holds like the Rabbanan. So who's the author of our Mishnah? Basically, Rabbi Akiva, and he can pick and choose who he holds like in the different Machlokot. Vehem Omrim, and now what do they say to her, or they say to the rabbis, to the to the Kohanim, or to the maintenance, Hotzi Uha, get her out of here because they're worried that she might. Uh, she might die. So it sounds like we're concerned that in this area of the Beit Hamikdash, which is called Mahane Levia, because it's not it's not hard to bite. You're outside the Mahane Levia. It's the second second perimeter. Uh, you're worried about a, a, a met. So the Gemara says, but we're not worried about met in Mahane Levia. You know, remember the proof that we learned that when uh, we learned about Nazir, Mamash Daf that when Moshe uh, Rabbeinu uh, took the bones of Yosef, and he took the bones of Yosef, and the Gemara says, and where does Moshe Rabbeinu live in Mahaneh? Leviyah. And the bones of Yosef with him in Mahaneh? Leviyah. So if the bones of Yosef, which is a met, are in Mahaneh Leviyah, what are you worried about the sota? Let her die. You're not, you're not in the Harabayit, you're in, you're in the Kanor, you're in Azara. That's, that's Mahane Leviyah. Let her die. What's the difference? So why is it Hotsi Uha? It sounded like there was a Tum'ah concern over here. And we're asking in the Gemara now, what's, what's the Tum'ah concern? What, what, what exactly are you worried about? So the Gemara says, My Ta'ama, the Dilma Meta. You're worried about she might die. So what? The Memra, the Meta, Super Mahane Leviyah. We had Tanya, we learn, Tamemet Mutale Kanesel Mahane Leviyah. We don't Tamemet Bilvad Amru, Elafilu Met Atzmo. Not only some that's Tameh from a Met, but even a Met. Uh, uh, atzmo is, 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 is permissible. <laughs> and Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef with him. <laughs> it's the second time we learned about the bones of Yosef in this Masechet. Same in the eyeballs, eyes the right? Eyes on the coffin. So therefore, that's already. So, so the question is, what are you worried about? The Gemara says, no, we're worried about something else. That's the concern that we worry that as she's dying, before she dies, what's going to happen? She's going to become a nida, and a nida is asur is asur uh, 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 so the what do you it sounds like you're concerned over that she gets scared right she's afraid and the, the, the fear is going to cause the nida to to come is that true uh, the Gemara says yes remember Queen Esther when she heard about the, the news that Amman wants to kill all the people she had fear she became nida 
Together, what are you talking about? We learned the opposite. The Masechet Nida, that why even a lady that Hanida is expected to come, that she has a Veset Kavua. She has a Veset that always comes on this day. But if she's in a cave in a time of war and she has fear, you don't have to worry that the Nida is coming. And you don't have to be put in. You just have to make a bedika. Why? Because the fear actually holds back the nida. So make up your mind. Does fear hold back the nida? Or does fear bring the nida? And the Gebra answers, it depends. If it's constant fear, a constant fear is going to hold back the nida. However, a sudden fear, a shock, will cause it to happen. Therefore, in Queen Esther's case, it was sudden. She, they just told her the news. But the halal, she got shocked. Something happened inside of her. Halal. But in the case of Nida over there, it's so that there was a war. And a war was a situation of constant, constant fear. So go back to this case of the Sota. It's a sudden item. Oh, she's, she's perfectly healthy. All of a sudden she starts to explode. So therefore we're worried that what's going to happen, it's going to cause the Nida. And in Nida is Timea that cannot be in Mahane Livia. Move around. You know that we should not uh, transgress this item over here. And if you remember, we said in the Hilchot Nida class, uh, exactly the Big Hadush over here, based on this Gemara, uh, is the big question they have is on Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi in Mitzrayim was, uh, uh, was Shevet Levi was the smallest of the tribes. Uh, so the question is, why? Why, why was Shevet So the Ramban answers, because they didn't get the Berachav, Kashir Ya'anu Oto, Ken Yirbevi Ken Yifrotz. They were not part of the uh, affliction. And therefore, since you're not part of the Ya'anu, they're not part of the Yifrotz. It was, uh, you had to suffer in order to get that Berachav. And therefore, they didn't suffer, so they didn't get the Berachav. But I saw from a rabbi called the Be'er Yosef, of Yosef Salad, brings a, a tremendous Hadush over here. He says that, uh, the deen is, is that what happened? But all one of the reasons why he got the makav dam in Mitzrayim was midah keneged midah. What's the midah keneged midah? He shut the mikvaot and did not let the ladies go purify themselves from tumat nidah because he tried to limit the population because the ladies don't go to mikveh, they can't be with the husbands. And therefore, he did not want to mitahed them from nida, from dam. So what did Olam do? Dam. You want, you want to stop them from dam? Now you have all the, all the dam. So the dam of Mitzrayim is getting the dam nida. Very good. So then the question then is, so, but it says the B'nai Israel flourished. How did they flourish without going to the mikveh? So he says, based on this Gemara, that since they were in a constant state of fear, so what do we say fear does? Fear actually holds back the, the bud. Even on a lady that has a visit, Kavua. So they weren't getting their periods. They weren't getting Nida. So therefore, they were able to, uh, to be with their husbands. So he says, but there was one tribe that did not have fear. And who's that? Shevet Levi. Because they didn't have to work. And therefore, their wives were getting Nida. And therefore, there was no big vote for them. <laughs> That's why there was a, a less population. He says, I'm sure some of the ladies, when Moshe and their fish, they went anyway, and they figured out how to go to the ocean and stuff like that. But majority didn't. And therefore, it caused a, a limit in the population of Levi, because they were more subject to that gezerah than when they using this uh, beautiful 
Gemara. Okay, Rabotai, the Gemara concludes today. Yesh la zechut, aitat tolav. She has a zechut. Sometimes the zechut will, will, will suspend it for a year, sometimes for two years, actually sometimes for three years. Mani matnitin, who's the opinion of Amishnah? Lo Abba Yosef ben Hanan, velo Rabbi Azad ben Yitzhak ish kifar darom, velo Rabbi Ishmael. Netanya, im yesh la zechut tolela shlosha chodashim. Uh, the first opinion says that no, no, the maximum it's going to suspend it is three months, which is the normal amount of time that it takes a lady who's pregnant to start showing. Which clearly is not Amishnah. Amishnah said one year, two year, three year, not three months. Nine months, that's the suspension. So that's the pasuk that Ben Zoma could be was talking about, that if the ladies would open up the Torah, they would see there's a source. What do you mean, if she's clean, later on it says in Tehidim, when it talks about... Uh, B'nai Yisrael, that saying praises to Hashem, Zera Ya'avdenu Yisupar. Zera Ya'avdenu, the seed, the, 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 the seed uh, will serve Hashem Yisupar, they will praise Hashem. Zera Ra'ui Lesaper. A child that's Ra'ui Lesaper means he's got to be born. I guess, I guess that's a mature kid, that when he's born, already he's able to praise Hashem already. But the point is, it's not less than a child that's born. And therefore, Zera Zera, and therefore, up, up, until, uh, up until the amount of time that it takes a child to be born to praise Hashem. Rabbi Ishmael Omer, Shneem Asar Chodesh. Hashem Asar Chodesh, which sounds like it fits, which is a year. Even though there's no Ra'yale Davar, Zechel Davar, we have a Zechel. Now what is the, what is, what, what is the Zechel? I, I guess I guess the reason why it's not our Mishnah, because he says only a year. Mm-hmm. Our Mishnah says sometimes a year, sometimes two years, sometimes three years. Mm-hmm. He only says one year. That's not our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said it can, it can hold it up to three years. Now, where did the be Yishmael get this business that you could have a suspension in a judgment up to a year? actually learns it from Nebuchadnezzar. So, you remember Daniel had a dream about Nebuchadnezzar that he's going to become like a wild animal. And he's going to be in the fields, and he's going to be eating, uh, what? Eat right, eating, he's eating, he's going to act like an animal. He's going to walk on all fours, and he's going to be, so, so when, he, when he heard this, when he heard this uh, uh, dream, Nebuchadnezzar, he said, is there any way to, uh, to get saved from this? So what did he tell him? Lahed Malka. He tells him, but you, king, Malki Yishpar Alayich, um, my advice will help you. Your sin could be atoned with tzedakah. And your sin could be redeemed with having mercy on anim. And there could be a suspension and you'll have some, 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 some peace. You'll have a, a stay in your, in your judgment. Uchtiv. All the troubles that they saw in the dream regarding Nebuchadnezzar will be suspended. Twelve months it was suspended. And what did it, what did it say he did? It says every day Nebuchadnezzar would call all the Anayim of B'nai Yisrael to the palace and give them food and all that. And that's why Daniel actually said it because he saw that the B'nai Yisrael was suffering in his time. So he said, listen, if you give Siddhaqah to the Aniyim, you'll get a suspension. 
So look at that, Mamash, he was saved with tzedakah, even the rasha, because he gave tzedakah to the aniim, it helped him. Now, how much did it help him? A year. So he says, even though it's not a proof, now we'll see why it's not a proof, it's a great proof, but he says, you see from this pasuk that if a person has a judgment on him, it can be suspended because of his zikhut for one year. So the Gemara says, so therefore, who's the author of our Mishnah? Before we get back to this story over here, who's the author of our Mishnah? So Gemara says, Le'olam Rabbi Ishmael. Really, the author is Rabbi Ishmael. He found another pasuk regarding that a Kadosh Baruch Hu, when it comes to Jews, has three times more patience than Goim. As the pasuk says, Which means, I am going to uh, 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 forgive the Jewish people, I'm, I'm not going to forgive the Jewish people for the three Pesha'im that they committed. Which sounds like what? That you have three times more patience than the Goy. So the Goy, we said they wait one year. But for B'nai Israel, it's going to be up to three years. The, the, the three sins that committed in Galut. And that's why you see it can go up to three years. Now the Gemara concludes and says, Why did the Bishmael say that even though there's no proof that is a one-year suspension, there's a Zechel? What do you mean? It's a beautiful proof. You see that the Bukhadassah was Hayav, and he did a Zechut, and it pushed it off a year. So why did it only call it a Zechel and not a Raya? And the Gebarah comes along and says, Dilma Shani of Dekochavim, Delo Mifki Dina Alayu. Because it could be Guim, but different. Could be that Bore Olam doesn't punish the Guim as fast as he punishes the, uh, the Jews. The Jews he punishes quicker, maybe, because. You know, he wants them to get their punishment in this world so they get Olam Abba. But the Goyim, he lets them, uh, you know, enjoy Olam Abba a little more. So it's no proof, because you see why Nebuchadnezzar got this one-year stay, not necessarily that this might apply to a, to a Jew. Do you have no Ra'ayah for that? That's why you call it Zechel the Dabar and not a the proof itself. Okay, so that is the, the Daf itself. No, the Resha of the Mishnah, yeah, it's all to be Akiva. Right, but, but the question is, in this in this element, who's the Biakiva going? Who is the Biakiva? Which, which opinion? No, no opinions. We have the players, right? We know the players, exactly. Okay, Zichru Dab 20. The guilty Sota's death merits delaying punishment. The next Mishnah described the death of the guilty Sota. She does not finish drinking before her face turns pale, eyes bulge, appears filled with veins from swelling, and take her out of the Azara. Uh, the Gemara will explain that the concern of Tuma is that she may become a Nida from fear. The Mishnah continues, if she has a merit, the merit suspends the punishment for her merits, can enable suspension for one, two, three years, can all bring opinions of the Vitanaim. Based on Ben Azai said, you have to teach her Torah. Uh, so if she drinks and is unharmed, she will know that it's not because the waters don't have efficacy, but because she has a Zechud. Rabbi uh, Eliezer said, Emma teaches their daughter Torah, teaches them intimacy. Because it will enhance her intelligence and uh, only motivate her to do immor- to hide her immoral activities. Rabbi Meir related that when he studied under Rabbi Akiva, he would put kankantum uh, into the ink as used for Svari Sifrit. Rabbi Akiva said nothing. When he went to Rabbi Ishmael, he told him, be careful. Rabbi Meir, the disastrous consequences. Rabbi Meir responded. The Gemara explains that he was an expert in the letters. He wasn't by the erasure because uh, the Echad and the Dalid. Uh, then he came along and said, Rabbi Ishmael, we were studied first by Rabbi Ishmael, then the, first, first by Rabbi Akiva, then went to Rabbi Ishmael, went back to Rabbi Akiva. 
he could not discern his true opinion because he was giving opinions on both sides. Mm-hmm. So first he had to get the opinion what the Mishnah says and they could understand where Rabbi Akiva was going. And finally, Rabbi Yehuda quoted Rabbi Meir, Lakol matin kankatum For all of the Torah, we may put kankatum into the ink, Chuzu parashat sota. Rabbi Yaakov quoted Rabbi Meir as only disallowing it in the scroll of the sota. The Gemara explains that they dispute if the Pesachim of a Sefer Torah may be used for a sota. Now we saw, the Gemara first suggests this Mahloket reflects another Mahloket, if it has to be the Shema or not, but then we said actually uh, it's not. And Kaf is the cafe, Kaf, as the sota relaxing at the post-drinking mesota cafe. Okay. Okay, the post-drinking, so she, she drank already. Uh, the yeah. post-drinking mesota cafe started to get bloated, not knowing that her zikhutim were up. The young sofer with two rebbies who realized what was happening ran out with the kankantumi used for writing sofer Torah and with a small bottle of erasable ink he used to write the parashat sota. Oh, let's read this again over here. Let's see this on the app. This is a... 